0: Are you ready? Let's go. Wow! Alright, Listen up. Are you ready for some rock and roll? I'm feeling it, man. Check it out. Ooh, I was kinda quick, hand. The local
1: of an average show podcast. Oh man, I am thrown off today because of this pointless. I got to go on a rant before I introduce my guest. <laughs> this pointless pointless. I have to say it again. Pointless daylight savings. It's 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 the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. They don't do it in other countries, yet here we are in 2022 and <laughs> they are literally robbing us of an hour. It's like, oh, hey, you're sleeping. It's good. It's 4 o'clock. Just kidding. It's really 5 o'clock. So not only are we going to rob you of everything else over the last two years, we're going to take another hour from you. So there you go. So (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm thrown off, very thrown off right now, but I'm very excited to be here. I'm taking a break from some of the stories that I tell, and I wanted to dive back into some of the pop culture stuff that I'm really into, some of the comic books and all that. And I figured if I'm going to talk about comic books and movies, I need to bring back a guy that uh, I've, I've known for the last, what seems forever, but it's, it really isn't. Um, <laughs> it's been a short period of time. Uh, he was on uh, my podcast when we talked about Marvel. Uh, I was on his podcast when we talked about, guess what, Marvel. And uh, we, were, we did a, w- a couple of wisdom things together where we talked about Marvel as well as Obi-Wan Kenobi. But uh, right now, I'm back from the AOK podcast. I'm bringing them back. My buddy, Nick Luck. What's up, man?
0: What's up? It's great to be back again. It feels, it feels right.
1: It does. It feels right, man. And, uh, I, you know, we, we started this little conversation probably multiple times. But I know it originated, the birth of this originated on Soundwave. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself... I've got to do a DC podcast. I, I mean, I've talked about Marvel. We've got a, a Star Wars podcast coming up in May. Um, we haven't talked about DC, like really kind of peeled back the layers of of the DC universe or whatever they're calling it these days. We haven't really dived in. And I thought to myself, there's so much going on with DC, even though there's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> that I got to talk about it. So I, I had to bring you on. And, and I didn't know which way to jump in. So I'm just going to read this, talk about this little bit of news here, and then we'll go from there. We'll just let it happen organically.
0: Okay. Sweet. <laughs> so
1: as you know, Warner Brothers is, is the big boys behind DC, behind the movies, the television shows and all that. But just a few days ago, they made a huge announcement, one that, many movie fans and many DC fans don't want to hear. And that announcement was they have pushed back pretty much every DC project that was slated to come out in the next month to the next year. They've pushed them back. Um,
0: That hurts.
1: It's huge. It is massive. So just to kind of break it down without really focusing a lot on this, but this is, this is where I start. This is where I start to look at the dumpster fire that is known as DC. And, and I start to look at, you have just now handed Superman some more kryptonite. Because this kills any momentum that you could have had from Peacemaker and the current Batman movie. This killed it. You just killed it. So Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, his, his huge movie, Black Adam, which looks epic... Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, that that looks like a superhero movie. Like, I mean, I, I know he's excited about it. He's fought for this movie for over two and a half years. He actually, maybe longer, he fought. He said he was going to fund the movie himself.
0: Yeah, and you know what's crazy, too? I think after this movie, the hierarchy of the DC universe is going to change.
1: I, I agree. <laughs> 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 Every time...
0: <laughs> every time he markets that movie that's what he says
1: it's the tagline you know Um, he said it at the super bowl man right Uh, (laughs) well they just got to get the movie out first but um so black adam is now pushed back three months it's slated for october 21st of 2022 so it's pushed back okay Okay. at least it's
0: still this year that's good at least yeah still sucks but
1: yeah. yeah thank god but Super Pets, DC League of Super Pets, which, by the way, it's an animated film. I saw a preview for that when I took my son to go see Sing 2 um, a few months ago. And I was like, you know what? This looks kind of cool. Like, it looks fun. I'm into it. Keanu's going to be playing Batman. Like, yeah, that's, that's killer. My son was <laughs> into it. It looked fun, right? Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be out, by the way, in May. It's supposed to be out May 20th. Six days before Dr. Strange might, mind you. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. They now push that to July 29th.
0: That was a good call.
1: Yeah, shocker. <laughs> shocker, right? Okay, we're not done yet. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> the biggest movie that's been on my radar next, radar next to Black Adam, the biggest DC movie that's been on my radar is Ezra Miller's first solo outing as The Flash. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've been really excited about that. Not that I'm a huge Flash fan. Not that... Flash... I can't talk. Flash fan. Not that I'm a huge (laughs) Ezra Miller fan. I don't have anything against him. I'm just... Whatever. But because of the concept of the movie, and really for me, because of the Batmans and they're bringing Michael Keaton back as Batman. So My favorite. Yeah, my favorite. Probably my favorite too. Um, So, I mean, he was... I mean, I saw him when I was in fifth grade, sixth grade. That movie came out, and I remember going to see it. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's totally, yes, it's phenomenal. And I was excited. It looked like a cool movie, right? That, oh, movie, yeah. that movie's been pushed back. Well, let me, let, me, let me say this. That movie was announced and didn't even get started until two years later, after it was Jeez. announced, okay? Now that movie, which was supposed to come out, <clears throat> supposed to come out on november 4th 2022 is now being pushed to june 23rd 2023
0: oh that's a huge bump huge
1: now again aquaman I, I, i like jason momoa or whatever i think he's cool I'm not the biggest Aquaman fan. Actually, matter of fact, I think Aquaman's a really dumb character. Oh, Um, man. Yeah. I love Aquaman. Yeah, it's just fish (laughs) and silliness. Um, But I know he got cooler in the comics, but I can't get the orange out of my mind, out of my image, and him riding dolphins. Like, it's just (laughs) stupid, you know? Um, But... I did kind of enjoy the first movie. I didn't think it was great, but I kind of enjoyed it. Wasn't bad. Wasn't Yeah, great. I liked
0: it a lot. I, you know? I was I think I loved it actually. Yeah. Really? I, I would go with that, yeah.
1: You and a lot of people cuz we'll get to that part in a minute. Um, but Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, right? Supposed mm-hmm. to come out December 16th, 2020. Perfect timing too, before Christmas. Like that's a good that's a good time to release a movie. Right. Start start marketing the toys, get the bang for your buck. No. It's being pushed back to March 17th, St. Patrick's Day,
0: 2023.
1: Makes no sense. My final complaint, or not complaint, the only positive side, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, is the only movie that actually got bumped up. That movie was supposed to be June 2nd, 2023. It's now December 12th. So they essentially swapped Aquaman... For Shazam, which I, I don't want to get into the logistics because I'm not Warner Brothers, thank God, and I don't work in that industry. But why would you do that when I think that Aquaman, because Shazam, is Shazam surprisingly, was a great movie for me. I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was cool.
0: Mm-hmm. It's you my know? favorite current uh, DC uh, live-action movie of I this uh, like era.
1: I don't even think I can argue with you on that. I think that... Well, we'll get to that. But I think that that's a <laughs> really good movie. Way better than I thought. Because when it first came out, I had zero interest in it.
0: I had hopes for it, but I was like, uh, they could easily drop the ball on this. And then when I watched it, I thought, okay, I'm really feeling this. <laughs> right.
1: And then Fury of the Gods looks even better. So, oh, yeah. you know, I was excited. But why would you swap out Aquaman? Which is a huge, marketable, much more marketable... Than Shazam, as far as toys and T-shirts and costumes. Look for Halloween, you're not seeing many people dressed up as Shazam. You're just not. But there's a ton of Aquaman costumes out there at Holly at Halloween USA. A ton of them.
0: Ooh, see, funny thing is, I didn't realize that too. I actually would have thought because this was before me doing any research on it. I would have thought Shazam would have been more um, interesting for the you know for people to cosplay as, especially with the the family of five now the. <laughs> the, the Jackson 5 of Shazam's. That's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you would think so, but the problem is, again, if you ask the average person who Shazam is, they're not going to know. But if you ask Mm-mm. the average person who Aquaman is, they know. So when you go into Walmart, Target, or whatever, and you look at kids' clothes, you're not seeing Shazam t-shirts, but you are seeing Aquaman t-shirts. Mm. You are seeing Aquaman pajamas. You are seeing... so. For a Christmas, in my opinion, for a Christmas season, why not have Aquaman when you can push figures, you can push clothes, you can come out with new toys, play sets, and get the most bang for your buck. Nobody's buying Shazam action figures except for like collectors, you know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah, I definitely want to get a pop figure or two. <laughs>
1: right, but but they're not selling as far as like what we would consider the Toys R Us type toys. They're not selling no Shazam toys. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't make sense to me. It it makes absolutely no sense.
0: One thing I have in mind, are any of these besides Super Pets before it got moved, were there any other projects listed here that are are moved to compete with any Marvel stuff? Because I know they like to do that.
1: Well, I'm going to look that up, actually, because I did not have that. Um, And I know Marvel obviously... Had to move some stuff um, around too. Now, I'll be honest with you. I think there's a couple. Um, yeah, It could... seems
0: like a coincidence. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like a coincidence. I should say because Marvel just moved their stuff, and then not too long after, we get the announcement that DC is moving all their stuff. It's like that seems a little too uh, coincidental for me. <laughs>
1: so, we, so we know we have Doctor Strange. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's obviously that's a big one. That would that would to me though like. That's not in the same ballpark with super pets. That I mean, I understand they're both super movie, superhero movies in a sense, but mm-hmm. one is one is definitely geared towards kids and one isn't. Yeah. So I'm not really sure why they would why they would, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not sure why that they would move that, to be honest with you. Now it looks like there's as far as I can tell, I'm not seeing well, Super Pets is being moved to July 29th, but Thor: Love and Thunder comes out July 8th. Mm. I mean, that's 20 days. It's been in a theater. Um, yeah,
0: plenty of time for it to make all the money it needs to.
1: You've got Wakanda Forever with Black Panther allegedly scheduled for November 11th, so that would have competed against. Um, uh, oh gosh, I forgot already. Whatever the whatever the movie was. It would have competed against the Flash.
0: Mm, okay.
1: It, it would have been within five days of the Flash. But now oh. they're moving, yeah. Now they're yeah. moving the Flash to June. And I don't know what, I'd have to look at some of the other dates. But again, this is, this is the story of Warner Brothers and the DC Universe. It is a knee jerk reaction because they're. They're claiming it's COVID, COVID induced production delays. That's what they're saying. How is COVID affecting movies that are already done?
0: Right. Like, Uh,
1: (laughs) like I understand reshoots and stuff like that. I, I get that. But how is COVID affecting DC League of Super Pets when it was supposed to come out in a month and a half?
0: Right. I mean, another example, too, is looking at uh, the reshoots that they did for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Look how far back that came out. And that worked out just fine.
1: (laughs) Right. And that was they were doing reshoots in the middle of COVID.
0: Right. I don't remember any like scheduling uh, pushbacks or anything from that either. It seemed like it was on schedule.
1: That's that's (laughs) the thing. So kind of getting away from that mess, I kind of wanted to open up the can of worms of, what in the world is going on? Now, I will say this. Warner Brothers has not just pushed back DC movies. They did push back um, two other movies. Uh, Wonka, which is the prequel to, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Ooh, um, yeah, I forgot that, about that. <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to come out March 17th, 2023. But now they gave that date to... One of the other DC movies, but instead it's coming out December fifteenth, twenty twenty three. Mm. So almost, dude, almost a year later. Now then, the Meg two, uh, the Trench. Um, <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, I haven't even seen
0: the first one yet. Golly,
1: first one was fun, man. I'm gonna tell you right now, first one, first one was fun. Is it? Yeah. Is it great? No. Is it fun? <laughs> yes. Who doesn't want to see it? a giant shark with Jason Statham. I mean, why not, you know? That's Um, what I was
0: thinking, too. Like, I just want to watch a fun shark movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's a fun
1: shark movie. Yeah. So so this movie now, which didn't have a date, (laughs) is is now released um, August 4th, 2023. So they did, it's not just DC. I mean, and I could understand, like, the Meg and Wonka that are still filming. I get that. But most of these movies like Aquaman, um, Super Pets, and I believe The Flash, I could be wrong, those are done already. So when I sit there and I look at that, is DC doing a knee-jerk reaction to not compete with Marvel? Is that what they're doing?
0: It actually makes a lot of sense because I, I think back to all the times they tried to compete and got blown. <laughs> they, they pretty much... Uh, Marvel blew them out of the water.
1: Well, in all fairness, you gave us Batman versus Superman against the Avengers Endgame.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait. Wasn't that... A... No,
1: Infinity War. So... Or no, wait a
0: minute. Well, Civil War. Yeah, Civil War. It was well, Civil War. I, I didn't think about Civil. it. I was
1: like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, it was Civil War. So you gave us Nope. You gave us a movie nobody asked for: Batman versus Superman versus Civil War. Give me a break.
0: <laughs> right, and then the Wheaton Justice League. When? What? When was that competing? That was competing Infinity War, wasn't it?
1: I think. You're pretty close, if I'm not mistaken. I have to look it up, but yeah. I, let's just say, look, guys, if we're wrong, we're wrong. But
0: yeah, close enough at least. Close
1: enough. But do I mean? Do, don't you think that DC's got to stop? like stop looking at what marvel's doing
0: Mm -hmm. i agree
1: because they they act like they're not like they act like they're not looking at it but their their actions show otherwise i mean they they say they're their own entity but yet you just moved a bunch of movies that are kind of close to some of marvel's big movies coming out in the next phase here yeah
0: and I think having a little competition is nice. Like, they do that all the time in their comics. But it's sure. like, they, gotta, they definitely need to cool it and not try to compete with them with every movie it seems like they're doing now. And doing, focusing on just getting their stuff on track. Because Marvel, even though it, it's had a few hit and misses, they've established such a great foundation that they can just keep going and it's good. With DC, they kind of—I mean, look at what they're doing. They have a new Batman. There's like what three? We were talking about before. There's like four different Batman movies coming uh, you, out.
1: You you just you just walked right into this one. So just to break, because I did, dude, I told you I came with notes, man. I, I'm I'm gunning for you, DC. You better watch out. Um, and and by the way, let me let me go on record here. I am not anti-DC. I, the, dude, I want them to succeed because. Mm -hmm, me too batman is my favorite dc character he always has been um but take batman aside i want to see some other cool stuff even if i don't like the characters i want to see some cool movies you know like yeah you know so i but i'm gonna bash them because they're their own worst enemy um just to break this down for you in the last 10 years we have had christian bale we've had ben affleck We've had Twilight, <laughs> you know, the, the, the brand new one that just came out a couple days ago. We've got Michael Keaton coming back. We have two Batgirls, by the way, that are in completely different storylines.
0: Oh, yeah, that's CW stuff.
1: We also have three different Superman, all in different storylines, mind you. This is not including the Lego movies or the cartoons. by the way, just to let you know, Batman, Christian Bale's Batman has nothing to do with DCU. Obviously. Yeah. Ben Affleck's Batman is done after the flash. Even though there's rumors that he's not going to be done. He's made it pretty clear. He's done. Um, after the flash, but then they brought back the new Batman that just came out. What Friday or whatever. Yeah. Um, The new Batman with Twilight, which has nothing to do with Ben Affleck's Batman, who was kind of established, but not, even though he's going to be in The Flash, with Michael Keaton's Batman. That has nothing to do with the other Batman, except Michael Keaton's Batman's going to be in the new Batgirl movie. But the, the, the (laughs) the new Batgirl movie is not connected to the Batgirl CW or whatever other series, whatever channel it's on. It's not connected to that at all. And none of them are connected to any of the cartoons. So, there you go. (laughs)
0: And my thought, too, is, yeah, it's fun having all this Batman, but there's so much of the DC that we could DCEU that we could be exploring, but instead we're just getting all these Batman, all these Superman. And yeah, there's the whole multiverse thing. There's all the different shows and they have these network and licensing issues. And some actors don't want to come back, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, that's kind of your sign to maybe work on some other characters. (laughs) Well, and I think
1: you and I have talked about this. Um, you know, if you look at what DC does, and I get it, you've got this holy trinity, so to speak, of yeah. Batman. I hate to throw Aquaman in there, but Aquaman, <laughs> um, and Superman, or well, I guess guess Wonder Woman should be the Trinity, right?
0: Yeah, okay, Batman, so it's not Superman, a trinity. No, so, Wonder Woman.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, Aquaman, you're not in there. So um, <laughs> but you've got that, okay. So I understand why you want to do something cool with that because that's your, those are your pillars, you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But yet you're not doing anything. You they have screwed. There hasn't been a really consistent Superman since Christopher Reeves in the eighties. Mm. Now I'm not saying that those movies were great, but they were pretty good back then. Okay. Oh, yeah, most successful. of them, most of them, mm-hmm. um, And then you you brought in, uh, God, what's his name? the 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 guy Oh, uh, Cavill, right? Whatever. Oh yeah, Henry
0: Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah.
1: That guy's amazing. Love that dude. He is an awesome Superman. Is he like? It's not his fault that the movie that the first Superman movie that he debuted in had some moments that we were kind of like, okay, that didn't make sense, but you know, it was still a good Superman movie considering the last one we got with with what's his name Brandon Roth
0: I didn't even see the movie that movie's garbage
1: (laughs) he had a kid and then he came back to earth because he left like it made no sense dude it was bad it was a horrible movie Kevin Spacey was Lex Luthor like just a uh, a train wreck so thank god we got you know our, our current Superman but then what do you do you wait forever to do anything with him. And instead of coming out with a a new Superman movie, you jump right into Batman versus Superman. You debuted a brand new Batman, which was only four years after Christian Bale, mind you. Yeah. Not even four years, I think it was like three years after Christian Bale. You debuted a new Batman that's completely different than the Batman that won Oscars. Um, You give us Batflick and we're like, okay, but that but you you have him fighting Superman? Superman didn't even get a second solo movie. He just threw him into Batman vs. Superman and oh by the way, he's dead now.
0: Wasn't the messed up part about that too was if I remember correctly, Zack Snyder wanted to do something different, but the, the you know the suits were pushing him to do a versus movie to compete with Civil
1: War? I think that's I think that's what we've heard about, you know, whether it's true or not. But I think we heard that from a lot of people, and I think Zack Snyder actually hinted around that. Okay. Um, I, I wasn't I, sure
0: if it was confirmed yet or not.
1: <clears throat> I, I don't want to say it was confirmed, but I think that if you go back and pull up some of that, uh, you know, those interviews and some of that footage from some of those people that were involved, I think that's the gist of it, which makes sense because it sounds like Warner Brothers is run by a ferret on crack.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, they, just, they have all this money, and they don't know what to do with it.
0: It's kind of interesting thinking about the parallels, too, because, um, I mean, Batman V Superman isn't a Justice League movie, but it does have the Holy Trinity in it. You have the solo film with Superman first, then it hops into that. And the parallel kind of reminds me of Captain America. He had his first solo movie. Then we see him again in Avengers.
1: Right. That's true. That's true. So, we do.
0: Now, I'm not sure how the timing of that lines up, but um, oh, no, no. Yeah, because the timing's off because Avengers was 2012. Batman v Superman was 2016, but the parallels are still there, you know?
1: Well, but. the thing is, though, like, and you brought up a good point. You, you see Superman, but then you see him again in this Batman v Superman movie. So it's not, it's not Superman solo. We, were, we don't know who Wonder Woman is, but guess what? We get introduced to her in this movie. Just like, oh, here you go. Wonder Woman hasn't been on the screen in forever, but here she is.
0: Yeah, it's like they could have worked it well, because the Captain America, the Avengers thing, that worked out because there were other tie-ins, other movies, they put it in between that. But Absolutely. with this, they didn't. Like you said, too, it was like Man of Steel, then boom, right into Batman Superman. And it's just, it was messy.
1: It was completely messy, because not only was it messy on the introduction of new characters, they put like seven storylines in there. Yeah. <laughs> They were like, uh, Superman's dead now, and here's Doomsday. And, um, oh, by the way, this is Lex Luthor or whoever he's supposed to be. And uh, then we're going to bring this guy in. Like, they, they put, like, every storyline in there and crammed it in this movie and called it Dawn of Justice because they wanted to rush the Justice League. And look what happened when they rushed the Justice League. We got a video game-looking garbage dump of a movie that Josh Whedon took over and then made everybody mad on set cause he's a jerk. And then we begged, not me cause I could care less, but
0: you
1: know, begged, get the Snyder cut Snyder cut. So then you spend more money on an inflated budget already to bring us the Snyder cut. That's seven days long <laughs> has unnecessary footage in it completely but is better than the previous pile of garbage you gave us before. But guess what? Now you're going to let Snyder go. He's gone. He's out. He ain't coming back. And now you have nobody. You just have random movies. And, oh, by the way, your other big movie that you made, the sequel sucked. You gave us Wonder Woman, and then you gave us Wonder Woman 1984, the dollar store version. (laughs) It's a big pile of steam. Horrible movie, god awful.
0: I wanted to watch it too. Uh, Wonder Woman four or whatever, because I um I forgot his name, but I, me- they, I remember seeing her love interest back in there. I was like, Oh, I want to know how that uh, oh, that's a thing, uh,
1: wasn't it? Chris Pine,
0: yeah, and uh, of course, uh, with um, mixing, probably mixing up my characters, Tigra, no, the, the oh, cat you're lady, about cheetah. Yeah, I saw that she was in there, and I, I liked her a lot in Justice League and so forth. So I was, or the cartoon, I mean. So I was excited for the casting, and I just never got around to it. And by the time I was going to, I kept hearing all this stuff about it. I'm like, okay, it's bad. I'll watch it, but eventually, because I just want to experience it at least.
1: I mean, but, it's on, it's on HBO Max. So yeah, it's
0: on my queue. But the other thing I was thinking of too is, um. With Zack Snyder's Justice League, yeah, it, like, with Justice League, uh, the original, the, the didn't cut, I mean, that came mm-hmm. out in 2017. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League dropped, and 21 was, like, a four-hour cut, and, yeah, I agree with you. There were moments where I'm like, okay, that, what's, what's the purpose of this? Like, that whole singing scene where they're kind of praising... <laughs> the praising Aquaman. Right. It's like, I don't I don't need to see this. Right. It's, or,
1: it didn't make sense. It was just wasted money. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's kind of interesting world building, but I think they could have handled it in a better way. But other than that, like outside of a few scenes that were a little too long, I think it was definitely a major upgrade. And there were, I mean, there were some scenes that I wish could have made it to that one. Like some of the banter Superman had with Flash, especially that end in Ween's cut where they raced, Oh, that was like, great. That was great. <laughs> yeah. What did, i forget what he said. He's like, "All right, we're gonna go race right to the Atlantic." And he's like, "Superman just goes the, the Atlantic is this way." That <laughs> just points in the other direction.
1: No, What's I it? agree because <laughs> I think we needed to see some of that. Oh yeah. To actually like enjoy these characters, you know what I mean? Like the thing is, there was no chemistry between any of them. It was forced, and the problem with with Snyder. And I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this and I don't really care Uh either. The problem with Snyder (laughs) is he's the same. And he's the Ryan Reynolds of directing. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and it's okay. Like, you know, it's like a musician has their, like when you listen to, I'm just going to use rock music for now, but you listen to Slash, you know, his guitar, you can tell, but even though he's one of the greatest guitar players of all time, you know his guitar. If I listen to Tupac, I know the way he raps. It doesn't mean that he's stale. It doesn't mean that he, you know, he's the same. It's just he's got that style and that's okay. But Zack yeah. Snyder does the same thing in every movie. He's the biggest slowdown guy in the world. He loves slowing everything down. He <laughs> loves music, which is great. I love music too. But he puts it in it's like every action scene has to have a theme associated with the person that's fighting. Every time Wonder Woman came in, it was slow mo and her stupid music.
0: <laughs> I remember talking about that too when I did my review on a. <laughs> I had a podcast review. it. I remember bringing that up. Like, right.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> that was one of my complaints to him. Like, come on, man.
1: <laughs> well, dude, he did it in one of, in what I consider one of his best movies, uh, Three Hundred he did it in 300 every time they fought it's like let's slow it down a little bit and i know why he does that i mean he did give us some some real action he wants you to see all the work he put in and and i appreciate that but he had a theme for 300 it was like the spartans were here let's play their generic you know chanting music and then (laughs) he fought the persians and they had their own theme and i'm like come on zach like, you know, I'm not bashing the guy. I'm just saying that Zack Snyder got praised a little too much for the Snyder cut because that movie was so bad. <laughs> like, well, to begin with, like Whedon's movie was so bad to begin with that anything Snyder did would have been better than what Whedon did.
0: Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. So in comparison, yeah, that getting the better version it seems even better than, okay, yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I can agree with that too. I'm kind of wondering how I would feel if Whedon's version didn't exist and Snyder's was the only one. I think I would still enjoy it thoroughly, but yeah, I think there probably would be a little bit of a, a miss there, but I was still very, um, oh, wait, I thought, oh, shoot. I forgot my thought. Okay. You can carry on.
1: (laughs) Nick's, Nick's, Nick's off somewhere else. Um, right? But, uh, <laughs> I got too excited there. <laughs> uh, but again, I would have, I know there was talks, uh, and, and I think it was confirmed that Snyder was originally going to helm mm. the movies going into, my <laughs> you know, okay, I just pulled it right out of there, man.
0: Yeah, uh, you can keep going.
1: <laughs> and I think, look, at this stage in the game, it would be better for all of us. I don't think they should bring him back now. I think it's too late. But yeah. they should have kept him in. You know, he should have been the Feige. I mean, he can never be the GOAT. But he should have been the Feige of DC. Yeah. Just to kind of reel him in and have Because at least he had a plan. Whether we like it or not, or whether I like it or not, he did have a plan. Right now, it, it's like Jumanji over there. They're just They're just, yeah. they're just rolling the dice like, hey, I got an idea. I know we had Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad, but what if we scrap that other Suicide Squad because it wasn't that great, and we get James Gunn, because he's fired from Marvel right now, uh, to do this Suicide Squad, and we'll bring Harley Quinn back in this, and in in between those two movies, we'll just make a random Harley Quinn movie called Birds of Prey, and it it won't connect to anything, and it won't have anything to do with the comic books, and uh, it'll suck. So here you go. Oof. And that's what they did. We, we've had three movies with Harley Quinn, and only two of them are loosely connected.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, get some consistency here. Zack Snyder's vision, I think I, I agree with you too, where it should have been sought out. And I mean, I did hear some things about it that seemed kind of iffy about like where the story was going, mm-hmm. but it would have been interesting to still see it at least play out, especially after all this build up of finally getting the Snyder cut just for it to end right there when there's clearly an unfinished uh, story that needs to be finished because what was it? He, he had two other one or two other sequels planned for this.:
1: I think he had two because I think they were going to do the 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 whole nightmare version. Mm -hmm. And the next one where Darkseid wins and Superman's Darkseid's, you know, right hand killer or whatever. And then I think we were going to go into kind of the, you know, the next phase of the Justice League where they finally take out Darkseid. Whether we agree with that or not, whether like, I don't know if I personally like that direction of Superman actually going down Batman's nightmare version. But at least it's interesting.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Injustice storyline where he loses Lois and then goes about this kind of... It's a, almost a similar f- storyline of what they did in the Justice League cartoons. True, true. Where after this major loss, they're like, okay, never again. We're cutting it here. We're having a new morality towards things. But I am kind of confused what would make him side with Dark Side of all people, regardless of what Batman and Lois Lane did. Like, that just does not seem... I don't know how he. I don't know how Zach's planned on fully explaining that because what was established in the rumored like script idea he was going with it doesn't really make sense. It seems like a kind of a betrayal of Superman's character.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they would have pulled that off. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it. You know. Again, though, you you bring up another thing I'd like to talk about the DC animated stuff is genuinely pretty darn good man
0: delicious like god <laughs> they
1: crushed it when it comes to animation even even though marvel has been great up until recently their anim- animation has been 50/50 as far yep. as i'm not talking like you know the old x-men cartoon or anything like that as far as their animated films go they haven't been that great they they've been okay
0: yeah basically uh, all like their one one uh one-off stuff yeah, I remember their uh, the Hulk versus series was pretty fun. That's the, for some reason I'm having trouble remembering recent stuff, but like that was pretty good. It was like Hulk versus Thor and Hulk versus Wolverine.
1: Yeah, those were cool. I, those are on Disney Plus actually. Um, nice. Yeah, they um, those are cool, and they've done. And I don't think they've done a whole heck of a lot recently with the animated stuff, other than what they put out on Disney, like the What If and all that. But yeah. um, but they've kind of they kind of shied away from it. But as far as DC goes, man, they've got countless and endless stories that they've just done wonders with. And it blows my mind that you can make that happen. You can make that happen on a cartoon, but you can't make that happen into the movies.
0: It's it is very weird because for sure there is there is a difference where you can get away with more things with cartoons as far as how things are viewed or what certain people can do because of the exaggerations cartoons give. But the story should be able to trend. You would think the story could transition a little easier and better in some instances to the live action. It's like they have, it's like they keep the divisions separate. They're like, no, you guys stay over there. We don't want to talk to you at all. We're going to do our own thing on the live action side. And
1: it's like almost like you're competing or something. Right. (laughs) It's like, yeah, we don't care what you're doing over there, even though your stories are way better than ours. Um, We're going to just do this. Well, so I'm sitting here looking at just to just kind of break it down. And I don't judge a movie what I think about it based on how much money it brings in. I don't, I don't care about that, but I know obviously when you're doing a big budget film, like these, you're looking at the money. That's, that's obvious. So just to kind of tell you, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go through the top 10 just to, just to kind of, just to kind of, I don't know, get to my point here. The top 10 movies from DC the current, I'm not talking about like any DC film ever made. I'm talking the current regime of movies that have made money. So coming in at number 10 was wonder woman, 1984, um, now, that had $166.8 million, but, I mean, it was a crappy movie, but they also released it on HBO Max the same day. This was that hybrid, you know, COVID-type deal where they were releasing big-time movies the same day as they do on HBO Max. Oh, so, I that. <laughs> yeah, me too. But they're still coming in 45 days later, 40, 45 days later, so... Yeah, that's not bad. That's really not. But Wonder Woman's 1984 was a box office failure. It had a $200 million production budget. Ooh, crap. So garbage, right? Yeah,
0: total flop. <clears throat> nice. Now they could
1: sit there and blame COVID, but the movie just sucked, okay? Um, <laughs> Suicide Squad came in at $168.4 million. So it's right up there. But Suicide Squad, again, even though it's been hailed as one of the best DC movies to come out recently, it Mm -hmm. was a box office bomb, but that was also the same situation. It was released the same day. It did see an increase of subscribers that month by 18%. Mm. That's big. That's pretty big.
0: Yeah, and despite um, the opening credits scene, mainly because of a lot of deaths and some deaths at the end, other than that, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie.
1: Yeah, and, um, and it, let's not forget, we, we'll get to this part, but it did spawn off two spin spin-off series for HBO that have been highly successful. Yeah. Well, they're going to be highly successful. So then you got Birds of Prey. This should embarrass everybody. Birds of Prey came in and beat both those movies. With $201.8 million. It had a budget of $100 million. Mm. Right. I so, wanted to
0: watch it mainly just for McGregor, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's not even good in it. So um, I know. I'm sorry. Him is black. <laughs> it, it's bad, man. It's, it's, it's bad. Then you got Damn. Shazam. Shazam, $365.9 million, which might not sound like a blockbuster hit. You know, that's not billion dollars, but you're talking about an unknown superhero and they considered it a great success because people don't know Shazam. They just right? don't. So it was a big enough success for them to say, we're bringing it back. And they believe that the new one could do more than that. Although we're in a different, we're in a different age in movies now. Um, Justice League, 657.9 million. wow. Production budget, 350 million. Dude. Yeah. Very, very, very big. Man of Steel, 668 million. They didn't give me the production budget on that one. Um,
0: (laughs) They were afraid to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's crazy. (laughs) Suicide Squad 2016, $746 million. Pretty God, big. Yeah. That's that's a big that's a big chunk, man. Yeah, uh, for true. that movie. Now here we go. This is where it gets interesting. Wonder Woman went. You saw what her sequel brought in. Mm-hmm. Her first movie brought in eight hundred and twenty-two point eight million dollars.
0: Golly, I really did like that movie. Me so. too.
1: It was great. Yeah. Same that, with
0: *Sasquatch*. *Batman like
1: Me too. <laughs> I know. I know. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, $863 million. Man. Which I didn't think they could bring in that much. Um, do you know, though, that the only movie in the 10-year hype cycle, so to speak, for DCU to hit a billion dollars was Aquaman? Seriously? $1.14 billion.
0: Hmm. Oh, I mean, hey, I, I know I kind of paused a little bit on saying that I, I like. I was, I remember, I was like, I think I love it. I, now that I'm thinking about it more, because it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, I, I think it deserves it because I mean, I, I love Jason Momoa; as man. I think the movie was pretty awesome. So,
1: it had a pretty big cast too. Um, I mean, there was a lot. I mean, there were William Defoe's in there. I mean, there's a ton. Oh of yeah, Cat Nicole Kidman. Um, you know, a ton of people in there. That's a big movie, though. So you might be asking yourself, Brandon, what's the point of running down these numbers? The point is that DC has not been consistent with their films, their film choices, and their marketing and their successes since those movies, or since basically Shazam. Like when you look at their top 10, even though some of those movies came out after, I mean, Birds of Prey only made that much money because it didn't make back its budget. It failed, but it only it only made that much money. I guess it did make that back its budget in, in a sense, but the, it only made that much money because the people were hoping to see more of Harley Quinn because she was such the highlight of the first Suicide Squad,
0: right? Yeah, definitely one of the the biggest numbers, especially since you know uh between him or wow, between her, excuse me, right. and uh Will Smith, no one really cared about Jerry Leto. Unfortunately, I I, I was okay with him, but that's another story.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on the Joker, dude. <laughs> don't because right. guess how many Jokers we've had in you know ten years, and one's oh, dead. Good lord, I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Um what is DC doing? What 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 is the game plan here? Is there a game plan?
0: I mean it sounds like they're trying to reboot it again with the Flash movie.
1: Is, do, you think, do you think that we'll ever see these characters again in a DC film? What I mean by these characters is do you think that our current Superman will be the Superman in the next Superman feature? Or are we done? Is he done? It's, I I would
0: say that he would probably come back honestly because of so much praise that especially Zack Snyder's uh, film got, and that people clearly are a fan of Henry Cavill. Like, it's, I rarely ever, if ever, hear anything bad about him. No, so I think he would come back uh, for sure, especially because of there's been like no complaints. Like, the only complaint I can think of with him as an actor that people were not him as an actor, but Superman. In general, was the mustache debacle in the Whedon film.
1: Yeah, that was other weird. than
0: yeah, other than that, people were like, dude, yes, bring this dude back. And yeah, I mean the mustache wasn't even his fault. It was just the, you know, that whole whatever was going on. Him filming uh, what was it, Mission Impossible. And he couldn't shave the mustache off, so they had to CGI the
1: mouth, which is hilarious, but whatever, you know.
0: I remember, I remember when I first saw that, I'm like, What's up with this mouth? <laughs> and then it dawned on me, Oh God, why did they CGI this?
1: <laughs> but, so we, um... we haven't now just think about this in terms of age and movies. I'm not saying this guy's mm-hmm. old, but Man of Steel came out in 2012, 2013. Yeah. Then, then again, four years later or three years later you get Batman versus Superman. So he's in that film. And then the following, what, year, year and a half, we see him in the Justice League. We have not seen him as Superman since the Justice League. And you can't count the Snyder Cut as being a new movie, even though it is. It's the same movie.
0: Yeah, just some reshoots, honestly.
1: So if there, there there's not even a Superman movie, I mean, I'm sure it's on somebody's email and on a table somewhere, but there's nothing. There's not like we got another movie coming out. We got Superman coming. There's nothing. They're not even like acknowledging the potential for a sequel. There, It's not even talked about besides rumors that people just make up. There's nothing on the radar.
0: Yeah. This, and it's so crappy too, because we could have seen him at least cameo. Two other times by now, at I know. least, because we had we had the Superman character appear in other instances, but it wasn't him.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. Shazam and Peacemaker come to mind mm-hmm. when I think about that. But again, yep. it wasn't him. So you look at, you know, he's out there doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, he's he's everywhere. He's um, aging like one. <laughs> right? Yeah, he's looking great. You know, Um, I mean, dude, The Witcher, him signing on to The Witcher, but. Let's be real. He's 38 years old, dude. I'm not saying that's old. But at some point, if you start a Superman movie now, it's not going to be out for another couple of years. What's it going to be like, 44, 45, before another Superman movie comes out?
0: Right. That'd be a little rough. And if they were to go that right, they'd have to go for the older Superman. Um, I forget what that storyline is. Uh, Kingdom Come. I mean, they could always do something like that.
1: You know. I would love to see Kingdom Come. That's yeah. probably one of my favorite um, stories, actually, in, that, in DC or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I always thought it was a really interesting story. So, again, I just think that we're – I think you're right. I think they're getting ready to reboot again, and I think that we are going to lose this Superman no offense to Wonder Woman, I don't know how old she is and not to say that age matters, but yeah. we know we got Wonder Woman 3 coming out, but it's probably going to be at least a year or two. Mm-hmm. But then what happens? Are you going to recast her?
0: Yeah, it's tricky because there's kind of what I mean, to reference Marvel, it looks like for a while uh, Kevin Feige said there was going to be Uh, supposedly no more Avengers movies, which makes sense because there's so many other teams that we can use. Like the Defenders, for instance, are referenced in the new Doctor Strange movie. Mm -hmm. So there may be a Young Avengers team, which technically isn't Avengers. It's the Young Avengers, another division. It's safe to say um, if DC, since they do like to compete and whatnot with Marvel, which makes sense, it could stand to reason they could eventually form another Justice League team, like a Young like the Young Justice or the Teen Titans. I mean, they already got the Teen Titans technically out, but that's separate. But, you know, there's always different things they can do since they kind of don't really work too much on an overall, an overarching story. Like, some movies do connect, others don't. The TV shows don't connect at all. So they could play around with this and have other actors come in if need be, but it does suck because a lot of these actors are so well cast it's a shame that we haven't seen them in um, that we've seen them in so many little or excuse me we have we've seen them so little in these roles especially when you compare to how like uh, rdj for instance chris evans all these other actors we've seen them in these roles for over a decade right it's phenomenal
1: yeah I, and that's the thing like dc has wasted years by not using the characters that they had decent casting for
0: and they're wet, ready and willing to play these characters too like Henry Cavill was he always expressed how he wants to come back and do more roles than Affleck I mean he kind of just had a bad experience because of people talking I forget who it was wasn't it like a director or something talking crap about him or
1: well part of it was Whedon and part of it was everybody else you know that yeah and he just got burned out and he's like i'm done you know which
0: sucks because i liked him as a batman to be honest
1: i don't know if i liked him as batman i gotta be honest with you i i i didn't hate him i he seemed like
0: a pushover in whedon's version but in in the Zack snyder's one he was a lot better i felt and him in bvs i thought he was cool outside of that Martha scene, but yeah, other I than that, that, that was cool.
1: <laughs> and that's not even his fault. That's the right, right. you know?
0: Yeah. Um, so, other than that, I thought he was pretty good, honestly, especially like the Bruce Wayne moments like, hey, I bought the bank.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like that he was an older Batman,
0: you know? He's right. like,
1: I'm just going to be older. I'm not as strong as I used to be. I, I, again, all of these things, for the most part, minus Birds of Prey and, and Wonder Woman 1984, they all have cool moments. Well, look, Wonder Woman is cool. Gal Gadot is amazing. She's great to look at and she's an awesome Wonder Woman. So even in 1984, there's your peak. You get to look at her, you know? Um, But they all have these cool elements, but I don't know if the people that are in charge realize they're not Marvel and it's okay. And also... You don't have to keep giving us Batman, uh, Superman, Aquaman only, or Wonder Man only, Wonder Man, Wonder Woman only. You don't have to give us those. You can step outside of your bounds. And when you look at the success that they've had, look at what it's been at. Shazam. Yeah, we know that character, but the general public typically doesn't. So you had success with an obscure character. You had success with Suicide Squad. A whole slew of obscure characters. You literally had a dude who threw polka dots.
0: It's crazy they were able to do that. And And, it worked so well. Yeah. (laughs) love that guy.
1: You had a dumb talking shark. Man shark, essentially. Yeah. I mean, and it worked. And then you looked at the actors that were involved with that. And there were some, I don't want to say no-namers, but, you know, not A-listers, mixed with A-listers, and it worked.
0: Yeah, balance, too. Like, just bringing in Sylvester Stallone just to say a, a few words and sentences here and there, it's like, that's crazy. <laughs> well, it's it just, works.
1: <laughs> it's, just like what they, it's just like what Marvel did with Vin Diesel.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's it's awesome, too, with him, how he just, you know, all the different versions of I Am groot he said, and then doing them in the other languages. Oh, uh, it's just great.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you see what the success is, and then you have a show on HBO Max, Peacemaker, which a completely obscure figure, that, yeah. that I would say that 90% of the general population, maybe more, didn't know about until they saw Suicide Squad. They didn't know about Peacemaker.
0: Yeah, I, I say that a lot, too, with a lot of these movies. Is That's the exciting part, is a lot of the times, even though I know a lot about these about the comic universe now, both Marvel and DC. There's so many characters, so many backstories that I obviously I'm not able to keep up because I haven't had enough time to. So it's always fun seeing these characters get their spotlight and getting to know more about them, like Peacemaker. had no idea who that character was before Suicide Squad. And awesome, John Cena knocked it out of the park.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. So it was an amazing show. Um, great cast, everything about it renewed for a second season, and now I don't know who it is, but we got another Suicide Squad spinoff coming. Um, mm-hmm. And the great thing about it is, it's going to be completely opposite of what Peacemaker was.
0: And that's the kicker, too. Like, you know, it's a good show when I low key have a bug phobia. I hated. what the butterflies did, but I still love that show. (laughs)
1: Right. (laughs) It
0: grosses me out, but I still love that show.
1: (laughs) So, I think that DC needs to focus on some of these lesser-known characters. I mean, you can bring in a Green Arrow, because he is vastly different than Hawkeye, even Mm -hmm. though people are going to draw their comparisons. You could actually... Focus on the Flash because we really don't have much from the Flash anyway. Right. Um, I mean, I'm not saying he's my favorite, but if you if if you're making this big giant production with him and bringing in multiple Batmans and potentially resetting the universe with him, then then keep going with it, you know. Because um, there's something there, but there's other DC characters that we can bring in. You you know. Yeah. You don't have to just look at Batman. I am, I am Batman burned out, dude.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, as much as I love Batman, shoot, I'm wearing a Batman hat right now. But it's like, we we where's where's the question? Where's Buwana Beast? Where's the new gods? Like, there's so much awesomeness that we could be seeing right now, and that should be the way DC should compete with Marvel. Is hey, we see your Captain America, your Iron Man, your Thor, your Black Widow. Let's bring in the characters and really flip it on its head. So we have these characters who don't exactly have a uh, comparison per se, or have much similarities. And then DC stands out even more so because of it and looks better in a way because they're not, they're competing, but not at this, not with the same kind of characters.
1: Exactly. I mean, how is it that the only Green Lantern stuff we have live action is Ryan Reynolds' pile of garbage? That you
0: know? blows my mind, too. And the, the, the small little cameo we got in Justice League. It's like, come on. Green Lantern is honestly my top favorite hero in D.C., and we've barely gotten any love for Green Lantern.
1: Well, you've got, you know, again, you've got him. You've got. And I don't care what version of Green Lantern you give me. I really don't care. You know? Yeah, um, I want yeah.
0: Kyle Renner. I want John Stewart. I want all of them. <laughs> right,
1: Green Arrow. They bring in. I mean, if it wasn't for the WB, you wouldn't have half of these characters.
0: You know, exactly. I, I mean,
1: like the WB, like the the channel or whatever it's called. I don't even know what. They're stupid shows. You know, uh, yeah. you know, you wouldn't even have half those characters. But uh-huh. you've got. You could do something with Cyborg, unless now you just decided. Guess Cyborg's done. You know. You've got him. You. We only saw a Martian Manhunter at the end of the Snyder Cut, but that's a whole other character that we could look into. You've got Lobo. You've got all these other different, just unique characters that I agree with you. I think that DC could, they don't all have to be over the top like Peacemaker, but if you really made them cool, I mean, let's be real. The Guardians of the Galaxy are one of the most strangest group of superheroes ever. I mean, Mm -hmm. you've got a raccoon and a tree, you know? But yet, it's a household name now because Marvel took the time to introduce them, give them big personalities, and make them relevant.
0: And they didn't even use the original team from the comics. They they brought together one that actually made the comics reflect that new team.
1: Right, exactly. I, I just think that we're focusing, like, I haven't seen the new Batman yet, and I'm not going to see it until it comes out in April. Yeah. Um, it here. does. I think it comes on HBO Max from what I heard. April 19th is the date, I believe. I hope um, so. <laughs> so it's not that far away, you know? Uh, it's about a month, give or take. A um, few days here and there. So I'll watch it. And I'm excited to see it. I'm, I'm tired of people just, you know, I see little TikToks and things like that. Everybody's, you know, loving it. But I want to watch it with an unbiased opinion. And it's going to be tough for me because I love Batman so much. But what are we going to do with all these Batmans? Because he's not connected. Like, it doesn't, it does not seem like this Batman will ever be connected to anything else and with the justice league aquaman anything like that it it seems like they are keeping him separate just like they were keeping joaquin phoenix's joker separate it's not part of that you know so are we really gonna have multiple batman
0: that's that's weird i mean going back to the thoughts before where i mentioned how cool the multiverse is and how both dc and marvel have that it's just weird when they focus on the same characters even if there is a multiverse it's like have fun with it don't keep doing the same characters that's what that's where you kind of lose interest
1: in it well and i think again i i if i'm confused and i understand comics and and characters I can't imagine what people that don't read comic books and don't know the history of these characters are going through right now. They got to be like, wait a minute, let me get this straight. (laughs) There's three, there's three Batmans in this flash movie. Okay. We saw Spider-Man. We get how this works, but, or there's, yeah, there, no, there's only two Batmans in it. I don't know. I don't know how many Batmans, but there's a bunch of Batmans in this flash movie. We get it. But what about this Batgirl thing that I've been watching, but now there's a new movie but Michael Keaton's in that, but it's not connected to the Flash.
0: That's what kind of confuses me with the whole Mobius thing, how we got Keaton in that, too, and they got connections to the MCU, but then it's like, is it going to? I mean, it's Sony, and they're not trying to connect everything? Yeah, it's...
1: that is interesting. And Michael Keaton plays the same character, too.
0: Right. It's just, at least with Marvel, it's like, okay, they're going to be, or even with Marvel and Sony, like, they... They got something cooking, but with DC, it's kind of like, what's, what's going on here? You're throwing a bunch of stuff in the air. It's like, is any of is it going to really stick? Or
1: are we just going to keep doing it? Or, or eventually, I mean, I hate to say it, and I don't see this happening, eventually, are they going to just shelve these projects? Because it's not like DC has been cranking out movies. Think about it. We got the trilogy from Christopher Nolan, the Batman trilogy. But mm-hmm. before that, What did DC do? They Bunch of
0: Batman with Tim Burton.
1: (laughs) Right. Batman with Tim Burton. uh, A really bad uh, Superman movie with Brandon Roth or whatever his name is. That horrible nonsense. Um, And then Green Lantern, which was horrible. But what did they, they didn't do anything. They didn't even have an, uh, there there wasn't even a rumor of Justice League. They've, They've owned those entities and they kept it So the small screen on the WB or the CW, uh, the CW, that's what it's called um, Mm -hmm. with Smallville and Green Arrow and Flash, which, by the way, there's a Flash series that is different from the Flash movie and there's no connection. So,
0: yeah, Uh, even the CW shows like they some of them connected, but it was still like separate multiverse stuff. And it was kind of odd. But eh.
1: so what do you think, man, um, as we start to wrap this up here? uh what number one what is what would you like to see happen with the dc that's your first question i'm going to ask
0: well i think the best thing to do is to bring out some more of these characters like more peacemakers like i was saying before i want to see question buona beast and some other characters like that and I'm not saying forget about these other characters because I, I definitely want to see Henry Cavill return and I want to still see, you know, the Batman and Wonder Woman's still roaming around, but don't let them be the focus. I would love for them to be acknowledged. Like, one of the best things I saw, I remember getting so excited when this happened, when in the original Suicide Squad movie, they there was a scene with Batman and he was fighting, chasing after oh, Joker and Harley yeah, Quinn. Yeah. Like, just having scenes like that from time to time In between, you know, the actual movies, their solo movies, but, you know, not, and also too, not just focusing on them, but also remembering that Earth, when DC and Marvel, like you guys have in those, in the comics, there's, it's, it's just ground zero for all of these super powered beings. And it's like, you got, they got to remember that, that there's so many of them just roaming about and it feels empty when that's not seen. Right. And I'm not saying have like a bazillion characters just like in every movie, but like, you know, showing two or three, and they don't have to take the spotlight, but just showing that, oh, yeah, hey, what you doing? You know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, just beating up this bad guy real quick. All right, see ya. You know, just stuff like that would be more fun to see. Kind of like, well, uh, it might it might be annoying to some that I keep comparing it to Marvel, but I mean, hey, what are you gonna do? Look, I mean, yeah, like look what Ant Man did when he went to—I st- forget what he what he stole, but he stole something from the Avengers Manor, and he and he like scuffled with uh with Falcon for a little bit. Yeah, that like, was stuff awesome, like that, man. That was great. Right?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's, well, it's like that stuff ne- is needed for sure.
1: Well, because it, it kind of again it connects the universe, mm-hmm. and it gives you a little in the net in, in other films it gives you another angle to work. Like when Falcon said, well, I know a guy, right. you, you know, like, you know, it gives you another angle. It's really cool. And DC has really not been good at that. They've been, they've been making all these movies and television shows, but keeping them separate from each other. And it's okay. Like if, if you choose to make a D de- like, for example, they, in 2018, they announced that they were going to do a blue beetle film. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now the blue beetle film is finally here we are in 2022 Um, they started casting in 2021 and now in 2022, they rounded out the cast. Of course, it's not even being, you know, filmed yet or anything, but you've got a blue beetle film. If you want to make the blue beetle film separate as its own entity and not connected to anything else, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. You don't, you, you don't have to say it's not connected but you also don't have to connect it. So that way you can pick and choose. But DC is connecting some, not connecting the others. Then they're kind of connecting and then they're not sure. So it's, it really is confusing to a lot of people. And when people don't understand something, they won't support it. It's just the way the world works. If they don't understand these movies, they're not going to watch them. Um, I think you're right, though. I think I agree with you. I'd like to see DC focus on some other characters. Besides, I think you build your universe with these other characters. You don't build them with Superman. You build them with these smaller rolled characters, in my opinion. That's that's all I know. Um, The other thing I was going to ask you is, who's your favorite DC character? And I think you might have answered that already
0: right yeah it's so batman is like ah, it's like neck and neck like technically it's the whole bat family i love but it's he's like neck and neck with green lantern and even then it's hard for me to choose which green lantern but it's like Kyle rayner and john stewart are neck and neck too but if i had to choose between green lantern as a hero and batman i think i would have to choose green lantern as the top
1: that's fair that's fair mine's batman definitely um it always has been. I've always just loved Batman. Right. So I think I'm just going to stick with that. But out of all the movies that are coming out from DC eventually, (laughs) (laughs) which one are you looking forward to the most?
0: Uh, Top for me is Black Adam because I'm really looking forward to the cast, especially Dwayne. It's going to be interesting because I'm really curious to see how this Black Adam is going to be because he's been viewed as both a villain or an antagonist yeah a villain and a, and a, i guess an anti-hero at some points too so i'm kind of curious what kind of role he's going to be because we, we haven't seen him often as a villain so whichever way they go i'm very curious but yeah that's my top favorite um second would probably be shazam 2 and then aquaman 2 so and I would, Flash.
1: i would say for me i'm with you it's black adam uh number one for me uh, I think just the way that they present that movie looks unbelievable. Uh, mm-hmm. Seeing some of these new, like Dr. Fate looks awesome in that movie. Oh, seeing, yeah. I mean, I can't wait. And like you said, Black Adam, typically when he first came out, he was a bad guy. Ramp. So I'm curious to see which direction we're going to go. Second movie would be Flash, solely for the Michael Keaton aspect. That's it.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's, that's the only reason I'm going to watch the Batgirl on HBO, just so I can see Michael Keaton. I don't care about Batgirl. Um, I just, I just want to see Michael Keaton. So. Okay, so in closing here, just the final, final, final DC thoughts. Can DC correct the ship, right the ship? Get this thing going in the right, right direction, whatever direction that may be, but a direction with the current president of WB in charge?
0: Ooh, it's not looking too good, honestly, with the way they've been doing things, but the lineup at least seems promising. And I think that's what's saving it right now. Um, the idea of them with the new Batman, it's like, okay, what? But the other movies, I mean, it's, like I said, as much as I love Batman, I think Robert Patterson is looking promising. But I still, I think it is still looking promising, even though it's still kind of shaky right now.
1: I think that some of the high points we got to point out too is, like we said, Peacemaker, Suicide Squad. Uh, they, you know, they do still have the opportunity to use um cavill cavill whatever his name is superman they still have Mm -hmm. the opportunity to use him we still have gal gadot uh as a great wonder woman um you still have aquaman you know coming down the pipe he's not going anywhere so those are those are key but you also have james gunn coming back into the dc universe to focus on your television programming and he has said in, in interviews I want to focus, when I'm done with Guardians, I want to focus more on TV. They've already signed them to do Peacemaker 2. They've, uh, they've already signed him to do a new spinoff series. I could see James Gunn doing a lot of smaller screen projects for DC, which may keep them afloat, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think he's probably going to be their Dave Filoni and John Favreau, honestly.
1: Yeah, because he said he doesn't want to do Feige. He said it a hundred times. I don't ever want to be Feige. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and, and who would want to do that? That's too complicated. Yeah, um, big
0: big props to Feige for doing what he does. But golly. God. <laughs> if,
1: yeah, right. If he's married, he never sees his wife. That's all I know.
0: Um,
1: which I think he is married. But um, yeah, so I think, look, there are some positives to DC. I know I bashed them pretty hard. Um but it's only because I sit there and I scratch my head constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are positives and we saw it. I mean, we've talked about it. There's some great characters in the comic book world with DC. There's some great stories to be told. And I don't know much about Blue Beetle. I think Blue Beetle's kind of cool. I think it's a great uh, teen superhero. Oh, so, I love
0: Blue Beetle. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I don't know, like, I couldn't tell you like the whole history of blue beetle, but I'm excited. I'm excited for the cast. I know they got some people from Cobra Kai in there. So I'm excited to, to watch that movie. And because I don't know anything, I think I'm even more excited. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I'm more excited for blue beetle than I am for the new Batman movie.
0: Yeah. If we were comparing the two, I would say blue beetle for sure. Especially because of the, The sci-fi part of it and I don't know much about his history either but oh wait a minute oh wait 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 what Blue Beetle are we talking about is it (laughs) because there's technically two different versions (laughs) because there's the one that can turn his body into different weapons and there's the one that's more like Batman
1: so (laughs) this (laughs) Blue Beetle um, he gains superpowers because he finds the uh that that, like
0: oh the scarab yeah the actual alien yeah 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 okay Okay, because I just realized, like, I don't know how how much um, the original one, quote unquote, was used, but in Batman: The Brave and the Bold, that was like the original, and then they had the new age one that was the Scarab Tech. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, I'm more, I'm yeah, if it's the Scarab Tech, I'm super, super excited. Me
1: too. And I, the guy <laughs> that's playing uh, Blue Beetle is, I, I don't know if you watch Cobra Kai, but. Um, He's one of the main dudes in Cobra Kai, and he's actually a pretty cool dude. Legitimately knows karate and I don't know Mm. what type. So I think that's going to be interesting, you know? Um, Good
0: stuff. It's on my list. I just haven't gotten into it yet.
1: And I think he's in Suicide Squad, too, by the way. Huh. I think he has a small role in Suicide Squad. Don't quote me. It's not even worth me looking at. But I'm 99% sure he's got a small role in, in Suicide Squad. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, so, like, that's cool, though, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. So, DC, all we're saying as fans is get it together. Stop relying on Batman. Stop relying on Superman. You've got a lot of stuff in there. Just look at the crazy stuff Marvel's doing. And they're not perfect. And Marvel's not perfect. They've had some misses. You don't have to be Marvel. You just have to be good.
0: Justice League Unlimited is a perfect example of how they could do it, too. There
1: you go. There you yep. go. there you go. Well, Nick, always good to have you on the Life of an Average Joe podcast, man. Um,
0: Same here. So it's always a blast. Great talking. And the subject matters. It's great, great back and forth we got.
1: Yeah, I know, man. We could, we could go forever. And we will, actually. Actually, guys, you're going to hear this on Wednesday. But Nick and I right now, uh, we're going to jump over to Wisdom. I think he still has some time. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to do a quick little post-rap show. Over on Wisdom and talk about uh, some of the same stuff. If you guys haven't checked out Wisdom, you can find us there. Uh, I know I'm under Life of an Average Joe. Nick, what I, I forgot what you're under over there actually.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure it's I Escape. I think my, was, my usual alias. Yeah, that's what
1: I think it is. Of course, you can just type it in and you'll find his name, and it'll pull it up on Wisdom. Uh, right. So we can do so, and that's live. You can reach us over there. Uh, you can join the show, leave us some comments, what have you. Um, don't forget to check out Nick's, all of his workings, uh, the AOK podcast, which I think the last episode he posted was one of ours from, uh, Wisdom, actually. I'm not sure which one it was.
0: Um, right. Um, yeah, I forgot to, I, I want to say it was about, it was either the Kenobi one or is the one before that. I, I would check, but it's on my phone and I would, you know, yeah. you know how the anchor thing goes. Yeah, if true. I touch I think, it, it's going to cancel.
1: <laughs> I think if I remember correctly, it was the Incredible Hulk conversation. Right. yeah
0: i think it was that one too yeah
1: yeah that was a good one so check that out um hey have you been updating your other podcast which i always forget the name of because i'm a horrible person
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's all good it's kind of a mouthful it's uh your favorite heartless it's a retrospective of the kingdom hearts uh video game series yes i've fallen a little behind on it but i will be updating it with a episode uh today so and today's sunday yeah so yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah, we're recording Sunday. You guys will hear this Wednesday. I will post all of Nick's associated links uh, on all my social media, as well as you can go to the life of an average show podcast.com. Nick's got his own profile on there as a, as a guest profile. So you can go ahead and click on that and it'll take you to all his stuff as well. Uh, But thanks for listening to the DC talk over here.
0: That's kind of funny.
1: Um, and, um, (laughs) And I appreciate you guys. We went over, we always go over, But uh, it's been a great podcast. Nick, I will catch you on Wisdom. Oh, yeah. See you there. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our very special, special edition of the Life of an Average Joe podcast. I'm telling you, Nick and I could literally make four or five episodes about this topic. There's a lot of notes I didn't even get to. But make sure you check out his stuff, his artwork, his podcast. You can find the link at the Life of an Average Joe podcast podcast.com and uh, look forward to uh actually being on with nick again in may when i do my first ever star wars podcast yeah it'll be awesome it's appropriate because we're dropping that podcast on may the 4th which is star wars day but yeah nick's a great guy and I, I feel like him and i could just do endless series about the same topic because there's a ton of notes i didn't even get to yet But I want to say thank you for listening, and don't forget to follow the Life of an Average Joe podcast on all your social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all the good stuff. No Snapchat. I don't snap. I don't really like it. But I want to give a big shout-out to my sponsor, Oasis Texas Brewing. You guys are great. I I was on your website the other day, found some new beers that I'm going to have to try next time I'm in Austin. If you guys have not found Oasis Texas Brewing and you live in Texas, You need to talk to the person at your grocery store, uh, goody-goody, specs, your favorite beer and wine store, and tell them to bring this beer in. If you're not in Michigan, or uh, Michigan, if you're not in Texas, I do apologize because they don't distribute outside of Texas. But you can go on their website and check out what you're missing. You can see all the great beers. You can see their beautiful view down in Austin, uh, this great brewery. And you can order some merch. So you could at least be wearing and rocking a T-shirt or a hat Hey, I've never had their beer, but their house cool. So give them a check out. Tell them Brandon sent you. Drop them a message. Say, hey, I heard you on the Life of an Average Show podcast. I'll be back next week, guys. I've got some cool things coming up. I'm going to rest my voice now. We did a post-wrap-up show on Wisdom. If you haven't checked out Wisdom, we did a little post-wrap-up show on there. Go check it out. Wisdom app's been fun. It's live. You can actually call in and leave messages, join the conversation. I'll post our little uh, wrap-up show on here too for you guys. But thanks for the support. I've been getting a lot of emails. And I think the next week's show or the week after is finally the email show. So that'll be fun. I've I've read a lot of emails. You guys have some great questions, uh, comments, issues. i got a real funny email. I can't wait to read that. Anyway, I'll talk to you guys again. Thanks for the support.